was, was explaining that there's a certain mindset that saps a person of his desire to learn and to grow. And that's the person doesn't feel that the person doesn't feel that learning Torah and Bechlal and and Ruchnis is something which which really is natural to him. It's really something which is part of his life. And he was explaining the same way that we saw that in Mitzrayim, part of the part of the uh, method of torturing our ancestors was by giving by giving an adult child's work, and a child's adult's work. So giving a child adult's work we understand is torture, but giving an adult a child's job would seem to be would seem to be a a, a pretty a pretty good day. So it would be terrific. For, it, for an adult to lift the uh, the masui, the load of the child, is nothing. <clears throat> However, the Rebbe explained that even though it's true that physically it would be much easier for an adult to carry the load of a child, still, since it's not lefi mohusai, it's not something which lefi ruchai, it's something which is opposed and contradicts that person's nature that the person feels that he's doing something which is completely, completely out of character with who he is that takes away from the person his kaifas, it takes away from the person his motivation when he feels that when, he, when a person feels that he's completely a ben ayla mahazah that he's somebody that's completely embedded in this world and that he has no shaykhs to the next world he has no shaykhs to the rochni and to more refined spiritual things so then for that individual to perform a mitzvah for that individual to spend some time learning becomes an unbelievable burden even though it could be even though it could be something which is very relatively light relatively simple and certainly you think that it's easier for a person to sit for a couple hours at a table <coughs> with a safer than to, than to schlep heavy things up and down mountains or something still for the person who sees himself as a schlepper it's much easier to schlep than, than, than learn because that person sees that learning he believes that learning that whole world is something which is opposed to his very nature and if it's opposed to his nature so then it tortures him to have to spend even an hour or two doing it which is not the case when it comes to schlepping he, he feels that he's a Ben Elam Hazar and, he, and he's good at this and he knows what he's doing and it's something which is matim to his ruach it, it befits and becomes his personality and his nature and he was designed to do this therefore even though it appears to be something which is much much harder but since it's Lefi Ruchai it's Lefi Ruchai he has that motivation. He feels fine. So this is a basic. This is a basic problem when it comes to when it comes to not only the bacham and yeshiva who the rebbe is addressing the bacham, but to all of us to believe the munah shleima that that living a Jewish life is lefiru It's really who we are. It's not that we're Americans or we're regular citizens of the world and that Hashem's bach. But for some reason, this additional this additional requirement has been made of us that besides going to work and eating and sleeping and the other normal functions of a citizen of the world, we have this extracurricular stuff that includes and all of Shulchanarach and Minhagim and so on. And the person looks at his Yiddishkeit in such a way, even the smallest mitzvah becomes very, very big tirchen becomes an unbearable burden but if a person looks at himself as, as a Ben Adam Hava it makes a tremendous difference if you look at yourself as someone who is really, really a Ben Adam Hava that, that you, your essential nature is to serve Hashem that's who you are, that's why you were created that's why you put to this world in other words, you are naturally designed to learn Torah, to put on film and to keep mitzvahs and so on so then Avraham Hashem becomes something which is 
which is lefiyur ruach, and you believe it's lefiyur ruach, and that you're you're not of this world. You're you're living in the world, but you come from another world. So Mimela, your entire avodas Hashem is different. Your whole way of Yiddishkeit is different. So on Kupchot Hey, the Rebbe explains there in the paragraph on top, Kachu Adava. Kachu Adava. Hatar min Hashemayim he. Tar is min Hashemayim. The Tar is not from this world. And when you're learning Torah, you're really returning to that place where you come from. And you're rising up to a higher Madraga. And Hashem Atta'ilah. To Hashem, you're rising and you're being unified with Hashem. And Hashem is Baruch is being drawn into your mind and into your heart and he dwells even in your body as you learn Torah when you're sitting and you're looking when you're sitting and you're looking in the Seifa what is this Seichel Torah? what is this? is this like any other subject that you're learning? what is the Seichel Torah? Hashem Nosnas Torah. Hashem gave us the Torah. It's not, it's not Stam. It's not Stam. Uh, like any other subject. The Seichel has a Da'asa And the Seichel and the mind and the intellect that is attaching itself to, to the material and is struggling to understand what's in the Sefer. That's Da'asa That's a godly intelligence. Veloma What's a mitzvah? A mitzvah is not like a mitzvah is not like your friend asked you to do to do a favor. Well, like you sometimes you'll hear that there's an expression, you know, sometimes around um, old time Jews, if they want you to bring me the newspaper, they'll say, "Do me a mitzvah." Do me a mitzvah. It is in a certain way if you're helping a person to mitzvah, but. Mitzvah has become interchangeable with a favor. Kiddumi Taiva would be correct instead of Kiddumi a mitzvah. A mitzvah meaning that <clears throat> I'm asking you to do something which I need, I want, and it's not for you. Kiddumi a mitzvah. A mitzvah is not, it's not someone asking you a taiva. A mitzvah is the Ratzon Hashem. That's why you were created. You're Ben Ailam Haba. You're not. You have an Adam Haba that was sent into this world. The Kaven Shayrata is Nafshacha. Therefore, when a person learns Torah without being Ma'ara than Nefesh, without awakening the soul, remember that the Rebbe is responding in this chapter to those who say that by learning Chasidis and by being involved in Avaidis Chasidis, you're detracting from your study of Torah. And the Rebbe is explaining that it's just the opposite. Unless a person prepares himself and reveals his soul to greet the Torah, to prepare to accept the Torah when he's learning, then the Torah, the study of Torah becomes um, a, a burdensome, worldly thing. Another thing that you have to do with the world. But if a person <clears throat> reveals his neshama, reveals his neshama, awakens his inner kaychus, and prepares to learn. So then, the Rebbe says, "Kevin Shayrat is nafshecha maat kilisa uva atamis yagev etar maayin ba." Once you've once you've awakened your nefesh and you revealed your soul, and with that soul being revealed, you then sit down and learn Torah. <coughs> you learn Torah. You learn Torah with a <coughs> with a with a with a neshama, as opposed to just a goof. The medabik alta is nafshecha mechachel Hashem. Then you're able to attach your entire soul and your mind to Hashem. Ulshat ameivin dover medivyatayr, and when you understand something, medivyatayr, as seichel Hashem kiviyochel b'chal nimsata, then kiviyochel 
when you're thinking thoughts of Torah, when you're learning, then Kivyochal Hashem's mind, Hashem's intellect is, is wrapped in your mind. Your mind is being attached to Kivyochal Hashem's mind. It's not what's happening when you're reading an article in the newspaper or when you're studying something for school. It's not like you're trying to motivate yourself, like to have all these books and... and and, and and all these programs or videos to like you know like you, you want to sell so you know you want to sell vacuum cleaners or something so you have to go to the course you'll have a, a whatever a three hour course on how to motivate you to talk it into you that the, this vacuum cleaner is the, is the most harsh of the thing that was ever created so now that you go out into the world and you could knock on someone's door and you say hi you know there's nothing has ever picked up dirt like this like this vacuum cleaner so you have to have all these motivational things, you know, and anybody that at work and all these places knows, you know, you have to, you have to have all, you have to, you have to have something to get you going to motivate you. That's all, really. That's all. It's all. It's all shakavakaza. It's just a game that you're playing with your mind. It's a game that you're playing with your body. Just like you have, just like when a coach, when the coach gathers around all the numbskulls before the game, and he and he and he starts talking like I mean. He starts talking to them like it's Maimon Hasinai. All they're going to do is to take this ball to throw it into a hole <coughs> and run around for, for an hour and a half or so. You know, try, this one tries to get in, this one tries to stop it from going in. But the way the coach is mired and all the all of the excitement and all the motivation, it's a game. It's really a game. And the coach, the coach knows that he's using all of his kaitas to try to to try to motivate his players to bring them to a, a level of consciousness where they actually believe that there's some significance in making the ball go into that hole. And the way to do that is by COVID. And with and if it's professional with money and whatever it is, if you don't if you don't if you don't get more than fifteen points, you know your girlfriend's gonna leave you. Whatever it is that gets the guys going. But it's with screaming and yelling, you know, to get them going. <clears throat> and that's the rutsen of the coach to to be much that he could make money, and that he could show that he, he could show the owner of the team that he has a winning record. The whole thing is shaykh v'chazer. Mashainikain when a person. When a person is more the rotsen to learn, and through the avoid of see this avoid Hashem, he's able to draw out his his nefesh. He's able to draw, he's able to connect to the rotsen Hashem. So the Rebbe explains rotsen is a loshal It's not that you're trying to just to motivate yourself. You're connecting to Hashem Baruch Hu Himself. It's not a game. Kizah etzem hatayru mitzvah Hashem Roisaisa. It's the Rotsna. The Rotsna Hashem is Baruch. It's why you were created. Va'atan is galur itzanezeh d'cha. And when you're motivated to learn, meaning when your nefesh is revealed, then what's happening is that the Rotsna of Hashem is revealed in you. You actually discover. You actually discover the Ratzon Hashem within yourself, which has been there all along, just that you haven't been able to notice it because it's so covered up with all your own Ratzonas, so covered with all of your own Ratzonas that you didn't, that you that you didn't know what the Ratzon Hashem was. You didn't feel that it was the Ratzon Hashem. You felt that it was some Rebbe that's forcing you to do something that's totally, totally against your nature, or you felt that you, you know your, your parents were making you do something that's against your nature, but. But when you admire your nefesh and you realize that it's the Rosh Hashem, it's the purpose of your creation that's Messiah. But Tamagish says, Hashem, Mitzvah, 
and you feel within you the Ratzon Hashem the Torah Mitzvahs that's the greatest yichud. that's the greatest level of uh, of unity that can exist could you imagine you think about it that Hashem is Baruch Hashem is Baruch who is exalted above all worlds ain't safe ain't tachlis is infinite so much so that even the angels even the angels are asking where is he who is he what and that very same infinite God that Rabbi Shalom is Mesiachet Bechav when you're sitting and learning he's Mesiachet Bechav as Chazal say that when you're when you're sitting and learning he's learning with you and when you open your mouth and you say the words of Torah Hashem is speaking through your through your through your voice Hashem is speaking and your voice is Mesiachet your voice is unified with the voice of Hashem is and you become a little bit like Meshur Rabbeinu with the Shekhinism of the Baris Mitzvah a little bit. The Lama Tispala, you mind passing the tissues of the Shkaf? The Lama Tispala Mi'atal Devei Mishnah so don't wonder don't be shocked by the mission that it says <coughs> this is something that, that, that causes all Hashkafa teachers a tremendous amount of difficulty this mission creates Hashkafic challenges <coughs> that it says in the Mishnah that that what? That one hour of tshuva and good deeds from Asim Taivim in this world is more precious than the entire world to come. That's a hard it's a hard mission. How could that be? <coughs> for somebody that, for somebody who's, who's Avaitis Hashem for somebody who's Avaitis Hashem is without his nefesh for somebody who's for somebody who's Avodah Hashem is just a burden there's a burden like a woman carrying a man's load in Mitzrayim or a man carrying a woman's load in Mitzrayim and that's if your learning is uninspired if your if your Avodah Hashem is an Avodah Hashem that's an Avodah Perach like you're in Egypt and the most natural thing for you would be back on the, on the basketball court and the most unnatural thing is to be sitting with a Sefer this Mishnah creates tremendous challenges and the Mishnah says that and an hour of Avaitis Hashem in this world is more precious than, than the entire life of the world to come is more precious than, than all of Elam Haba than oh, Shkai than, than thank you Benin how could that be? if somebody would tell you if somebody would tell you that uh, your mother's cholent is more is, is more chosher than kol hayolam haba, okay, you don't have such big asagas of elam haba. Your mother's cholent isn't dead, so uh, there you go. Yeah, the cholent wins. But for someone to tell you that that avodas Hashem could be such a thing that that you, that what the davening and the learning could be more precious than than, than kol hayolam haba, so it's the person's the person's. A person doesn't understand. How could that be? How could that be? <coughs> so that's because one's entire learning. If your whole learning is without an oinig, is without a gishmak, if your whole avodas Hashem is is what is without your nefesh being revealed, if your whole avodas Hashem is is schlepping like being in Mitzrayim, every single time you go to Minyan, it's like it's painful. Every single time you have to sit and learn, it's painful. Or to do a mitzvah, it's painful. And you're sitting there, you're waiting for Shabbos, God forbid, to end. And every minute of Shabbos is like an all. It's a burden. So then to say that that's more precious than all Adam Haba. What's Adam Haba? We don't know what Adam Haba is, but we know that it's Adam HaTanugan. That's the greatest delight that could possibly be. It's the greatest delight that could possibly be if a person doesn't have a hasog of that. 
with someone that really, really somebody who's learning in Avadis Hashem is with his Galus Hanefesh with his Oyrus Hanefesh so that, that already is different Ki Ayesh Yosef his Salus the Rebbe explains is there anything greater is there anything that's more of a Gan Eden is there a greater Gan Eden can there be a greater Gan Eden than a person being able to in this physical world in this physical world to be misyached with Hashem to be unified with the master of the world for a person to be able to, to slip out of to slip out of the, out of work and to and to go to go for forty minutes on the highway or on a train, and to and to go into to go into his room in the house or to slip into his medrash and to and to peel off the entire day, and to open up a mishnayis or a gemara, and to connect his mind to the mind of the Tana and the amira and the rabbanu shalom, and to be misyachet with Hashem in this physical world. For one's intellect, for one's mind, to be attached to the mind of Hashem is Baruch. Could there be anything greater than that? Mezaisi hana oscha va'einegu v'chani shatamargish b'shasli mudcha. And this is the hana, the great pleasure, the einigan delight, spiritual delight. Shatamargish b'shasli mudcha. Shatamargish that you feel when you're learning. After you've learned, on a physical level, in your, in your simple way of thinking, so that's not something that you would ever know. But your inner, your nefesh, your soul inside of you has tremendous delight and joy from this hour that was spent learning, being close to Hashem, this time of his karvas to Hashem. That the soul knows that at that time she's experiencing the greatest closeness possible. And the more difficult the subject that you're learning, so again, you would say that if it's something which is difficult, if it's something which is difficult, that should, that should be that should be not enjoyable. It's a hard Indian. It's a hard Indian. You're learning something, so you would think that that would be very, very. Uh, it would be something which is not only not enjoyable, it would be very uh, uncomfortable for you to have to to have to work so hard to figure out this Tysus or this Gemara or whatever it is. So you say that it's very, very. Uh, it's it's the opposite of something which is pleasurable. <laughs> But the Emma says that after you've gone through a very difficult Indian in Torah, you have even the, the delight, the pleasure is even greater. When you understand it. Much, much more so than after learning something which is, which is easier. You know that there's going to be infinitely more pleasure associated with figuring out a piece of Gemara instead of just uh, quickly looking it up in the English, right? You figure out a piece of Gemara and you work on it. The the feeling that a person has that he that a person the Yeshiva Baruch has when he made his first laning, he was able to learn a block Gemara by himself. As somebody who'd never learned a block Gemara on his own, he's able to go through an entire block Gemara without having you know uh, all the different translations and tools and uh, and uh, all, all the different kalim. But he's able to sit there just alone with an old-fashioned Gemara. Without any tapes and without any videos and without any, you know, any 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 other stuff, just him and the Vilna Shas, and to sit with the with the Blad Gemara, and to go through to go through that page of Gemara, and to be able to and then to be able afterwards to talk to somebody in learning or to look it up afterwards in English and say, I, I think I got it right, I got it right. Is there any greater Einig? The more difficult the more difficult the Indian. The more difficult the Indian, the more complicated the Indian, the greater the Einig, the greater the delight. Kikavan Shah Indian Yasakasha. Because since the Indian is more difficult, 
And therefore, there was a greater demand that you gather, that you gather in all of your kaiches of the soul, and even of your body. There's a tremendous need for you to gather all your kaiches for the avoider. So then, what happened? That means that a greater percentage of your nefesh, there was a greater revelation of who you are in that page of Gemara. And you therefore were attached to the Father of Souls, meaning to Hashem's Baracha. The more you use of your nefesh, that means the more connected you are to Hashem's Baracha. Even, even when it comes to something which is not spiritual, the simplest thing. If the person has worked very, very, very hard on something, he's used his kaychus, really, really used all of his kaychus to do something, to accomplish something. There's an indescribable oining that he feels afterwards. There's, an, there's something so wonderful that he feels. Why? Because since he tapped into his kaychus, so since the inner kaychus of a person other are what other points of your being of your soul, albeit in this case it was something it was something that was not holy necessarily it wasn't something spiritual, but still when a person when a person enters when a person has to use all of his kaiches, he feels he feels a taste of the next world he feels an oinig, he feels an oinig, a tremendous oinig. and people people are not hard working people people who don't work hard generally have a feeling of, of, of loathing themselves. The biggest clue in the world is in people, people who don't work hard. People are not hard-working people. Someone who's lazy sits around, does nothing. But people who loathe themselves, they don't have any shaykhs to the nefesh. Not even from the shaman, they don't have shaykhs to the nefesh, therefore they don't really have any, they don't really have any true, they don't have any gan Aden. They don't have any Aden, they don't have any Tanuk, they don't have any delight because they don't have to <coughs> they don't have to gather their kaiches for anything. They don't have to gather their kaiches. These for these people are the most are the most suicidal people on earth. They're the most the, the most depressed people in the world. And it's hard to understand because you would see you, you look at this guy, he, he lives someplace in a twenty million dollar house. And he has, you know, uh, he has some uh, maid turning lights on and off in his room for him. And then you get some other guy that's like, uh, you get some other guy that's that spends his entire life, you know, in a boat, uh, trying to catch some fish for a living. And <clears throat> he has a bigger einig, infinitely greater einig in life than that than that kid that uh, than that kid that's, that that has nothing to do, spends his entire life with everybody doing something for him, doing doing things for him, because he's bechlal not. <coughs> he's not using the kaychas anafesh, the kaychas aguf, and because of that, he's never entering into a part of himself that is responsible for giving a person that gan Aden. So he thinks that he'll watch his favorite show, so that'll be a gan Aden, and he'll do his favorite afayru, that will be his gan Aden. But that instead very quickly becomes a gehenim itself. But as far as having an Aiden in life, a Tanakh in life, Yofa Tshuva Masam Shach is Tshuva Masam Toivim. That one hour of Tshuva Masam Toivim in this world is the most unbelievable delight. Avala Dovra Yosekal, Rebbe explains, when it's something which is very, very easy, and you only have to put in very, very little work, let's say in learning. That means that only a tiny little part of your nefesh that you have to expose, that you have to draw out of yourself and attach to Hashem Right? Because it was very easy. So, that means that the delight is much less. The oinig is much less. But Talmud now, what if you find that you're the kind of a person that you have much more of a tonic, you're, you're much happier 
and you've enjoyed yourself much more after learning something very simple. As opposed to learning something which is difficult. Yeah? So the Rebbe says, it's a hard sentence. Look what he says. Simon who, Shein Tanugay Amiti it's a simon that that tanug that you're having after learning the simpler Indian, it's a simon that your tanug that you're having in your learning is not a tanug amiti, it's not a tanug of ganeidin. It's not a pleasure of ganeidin, it's a pleasure of getting finished with something. That's also pleasurable. But it's not a tanug of ganeidin. It's not a tanug of the next world. It's a tanug of, it's a tanug of uh, getting over it, of uh, being able to being able to just move on to the next thing. Rak minut avoid. What is it that you really, really enjoy? What is it this person that gives this person his tonic? What gives this person his tonic is the least amount of work possible. What he enjoys is menucha. This person enjoys menucha. That's what he really enjoys. He enjoys resting. And therefore, the most wonderful thing, it's lahabdal. If you've ever been in a class, let's say, lahabdal, alpha five dollars. If you've been in a college class or a graduate school or something, where it was very, very, very intense, and you had to, you had to take a, a, a notes of every single thing. If you lose even a minute, you know, your whole uh, career is in danger. Very, very, very intense. You know that, that then all of a sudden, if the, like if the, uh, if the professor decides to, to, to schmooze for like 10 minutes to give all the guitar no? everybody can sit back and you put your pen down and, uh, and he's just telling you some, something uh, that has nothing to do with the material you don't have to know it you don't have to know it. it's Givaldi high school kids high school kids are always wondering do we have to know this for the test that's the big Shiloh right in, in any high school class because if we don't have to then we're off I mean, we'll, st- we'll sit here. We're not going to get up and leave. It's not nice, but it's Menucha time. It's Menucha. And, and, and the whole Shi'ifa of an immature person is just to have Menucha. It's to be able to have Menucha. So, if your Tadlik is after you've learned something which is very simple, and you didn't have to sweat, and you didn't have to work hard, so that's not, a, that's not called Tadlik. And for you, Taka, the, the mission is hard to understand. What's the Pshat the Mishnah? That it's greater than the whole Al-Mahabha? Because you only, you only use a tiny portion of your nefesh, and therefore you histabkiz to Hashem, you attach to Hashem, as a result of your efforts to master that, that, that subject in Torah, was minimal. Histabkiz was very little. And since histabkiz was very little, whatever you're feeling, the pleasure that you're feeling is not a pleasure of the next world, it's a pleasure of having Manucha. It's a pleasure of not learning. It's not the pleasure of learning, it's the pleasure of not learning. But you could say, but then someone said, <coughs> you can ask Akasha, what do you mean not learning? You see that I learned this. Now your pleasure is not learning it. But I learned it. But that's not really, your, your pleasure is finishing it. It's not, it's not the pleasure of his Dabkas Tasham and Yichud Hashem being unified with Hashem, which is a tanag of Gan Eden Mamish in this world. And that's something that by the big by the big Sadiqim, by the by the Tamil Chachamim, that it's hard it's hard for a person to understand the the, the immeasurable delight that a Tamakhakam has, that Sadiq has in his learning in his Avaris Hashem. <clears throat> that it's hard to understand why would somebody can you imagine what does it look like to somebody from the outside world why would a why would an 18 year old boy choose why would an 18 year old a healthy 18 year old boy why would he choose to sit in some room 12, 13, 15 hours a day instead of instead of uh, you know, being out there on the on, on the basketball court or, or walking uh, hand in hand with his girlfriend on the beach or something why would he choose to stay in a, in, in a stuffy room with, a, with a, an old book? So, a lot of, even a, a lot of Orthodox Jews that don't understand that either. And, and it creates problems sometimes between parents and children. 
parent that doesn't understand if you have a father that never had the talent of learning and doesn't know what it means to learn and the son has experienced that has tasted that and he's trying to explain to the father what a talent it is and the father says you know the father sees his son as being as being entrapped or being brainwashed or being being deprived of the greatest pleasures of the world that he has, that he has experienced which means what which means which means uh, taking a stroll on the boulevard whatever that is that's his greatest pleasure or somebody they can't understand why would somebody why would somebody not want to have you know why would you rather have this uh, intense relationship with your Gemara than have romance at this time in your life are you crazy there's something wrong with you and if you would tell somebody that I have a, that this is my this is my oinig this is my ganeidim nafshi chashke b'tayra that my my soul is mamish attached to Torah it's my oinig so they would they would feel very very bad for you to think that you have problems and that that you simply you simply haven't yet experienced the wonders of this world and the person would put his arm around you and say listen let me let me take you a little bit on a tour and I'll show you what life is about. And you'll realize that there, that there are much greater things than, than some uh, old book and sitting in some stuffy room your entire life. And <clears throat> people think that, that, that like Ramosha Feinstein, that he was suffering, you know, sitting there in the Lower East Side all those years. What kind of, what kind of a life is that? What kind of a life is that? We have a much better, we have a much better life go for pizza but I shouldn't go to the pizza shop and all the types of things that we like to do and Nebuchadnezzar Moshe was deprived of all of these things and anybody that met, anybody that met with Moshe saw in him and knew that his tonic his tonic of life his Ganeiden was infinitely infinitely greater than ours I'm not talking about after this world that we know of Moshe's Ganeiden Whatever that it's 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 a Ayn Lay we can't even imagine. I'm not talking the Rabbi here is not talking about the next world. It's talking about means Ramesh's Ilam Hazza. was was immeasurably greater than our Ilam Hazah. You know you think how could that be? I drive the latest model car, I live in a very big house. I, I, I have uh, I have all of the conveniences uh, 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 the, the, every single convenience of our society I don't have to wait for my food I don't have to wait for anything everything comes to me and with all of that the timing Ramesha had was, was immeasurably greater and I'll tell you something else Stam is like people even that Ramesha finds in Stam people had more pleasure when things were harder even though it sounds crazy but people had more pleasure from the from the ideas from their hard work. People had pleasure from the work. They took pride in their work, even without getting into the whole spiritual thing. Since when a person puts his kindness and effort into things, he takes pride, and he ha- and he invests his, his he invests his ruach, his his nefesh, his neshama into what he does. So he feels his kashrus. He feels the connection. He feels. It. <clears throat> and there was a time that people took more pride in working hard and and um, and, and and therefore the Ganadin that they that they felt was much greater even in this world. But if your entire pleasure is is finishing something that's easy when it comes to learning or davening. And and I remember there was a place that that I had to be somewhere once many years ago I got stuck for Hashanah Rabbah somewhere I, I, I couldn't be where I normally wanted to dive and I had to be somewhere and um, and uh, the Rav was leading the Hashanah so very fine an old you know from the old world was leading the, was leading the Hakafis and he's trying to say the Hashanah Hashanah and the old saying, and, and the old the old rabbi like, didn't know what to do, and they finished up the hashana before he did, and then they then they started calling out the next hashana. Everybody's giggling while they're walking around, 
<coughs> and the and instead of it become, instead of being the the holiest day of the year, it became what it became like a racetrack. Or, you know, like how do we get seven times? How do we how do we go around like a little kid with a with a the car? You know, the car around the track. Or how do we get around the track seven times and finish this up? And the old rub is trying to say, Shah, the Lamach, and the zoom, everybody's zooming around the track and making cracks and poking with the Lulu. To say, I finished my, I finished, the, we finished the Shana Rabbi Davening, you know, in an hour. We finished in Kippur, mm-hmm. finished in Kippur, we home, we finished Musaf. We had a four hour break, you know. So, the, 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 so he has that's his tonic. Then his tonic is not saying Hashanas. His tonic is not davening in Kippur. His tonic is one thing: his menucha. This whole race home every single Shabbos morning. This race home Shabbos. That if the Baltrila is Khalila another five minutes, they're ready to lynch him. Not that I believe me, I, I, I personally can't stand crutching the. But it's not because it's staying in shul longer. But a person, a person, this whole Indian is like, like, like there was this, I had this thing once with a guy, it was, it was in the summer, and he was going crazy, like, you know, wrapping up his towels and putting everything away, and he's got to, he's got to go, and he's like angry because the guy, because uh, it was like the, the rabbi spoke for actually 20 seconds or something, so I said, wait, I said, I said, this is not to like 7.30, like, what are you? It, it, it's a quarter to 11, what are you worried about? Like, I mean, what is it that's uh, I mean, I understand it. It's the winter, so you're worried. What are you going to do? The minchah is going to be four o'clock. Or what it's going to be? Baruchim have eight hours. What are you? What are you nervous about? You could you could fresh, you could relax, and you could and you could walk around the block twenty times and and, and speak two three hours of and still get them time to shul. So what are you what are you nervous about? It's, it's an old, you understand? It's an old, it's an old. The whole thing is a shibud, it's, it's an avoid, it's parach. And the whole thing is the whole, it's not Shabbos, it's just to have menuch. It's not Shabbos. It's not Shabbos. Friday night, for a person to rush through the meal and to rush through a cookie to a yait, say, okay, uh, we didn't send his mirrors yet. Right? He's already ready for benching. The wife says, no, honey, we didn't, we didn't do these mirrors or the Torah. Oh, yeah, okay. Karban Ailog Al Maya this week, Maisha uh, Adainu said some stuff to Klai Israel. And he should continue to do that online. You know, let's go. Shiama Alois. We're ready to move on. Let's go. Maimachroin, Maimachroin, Maimachroin. It's the whole whole Yiddish guy. So for that person to tell, for that person, for, to tell that person that it's Gewaldi, it's Mikol Chai Elam Haba, what are you talking about? The whole thing is just Menucha. It's not to have to sit by the Shabbos table, not to be with the children, not to be with the wife. Stop. <coughs> so there's, there's the Chlal, there's no Hizgalus HaNefesh, there's no Hizayrus, and male there's no Tanag. The Tanag is being finished. That's the Tanag. Not doing it. And the easier it was, the, the person feels the more time he's going to have. The less I invest into this, the more enjoyment I'm going to have. That's what's happened in, in, in the... Uh, that's what's happened in, in, in our times. The, the less I invest. It's hard for people to understand. When someone tells you, like, like about a Shabbos in Yushalayim, you go, you go in Yushalayim by Ravarulach, you know, by these Yidin. So what's their Shabbos? What's their Shabbos? Until they finish davening Friday night. What time is it? Then they go back, and what do they have to eat? Not the stuff that we have. So they have a little bit to eat. And it's after saying all kinds of special prayers before eating that take like an hour. I remember the first time that I, the first time that I, when, I was, when, I, when I was in high school, I was in Yushalayim, and I was invited over to somebody. <clears throat> you know, I didn't know what was going on. In my house we grew up, we said, Shalom Aleichem, and Eshachal, you know, and then we said Kiddush. I was with, the, I was with this, this Yid. He was doing stuff for like an hour and a half, and I'm being with my friend, I'm thinking, we've got we to gotta get out of here. We can still catch some food, you know, somewhere else if we, if we slip out. And he's going on and on and on, and they're clapping, he's going, and it's a whole lot of So you get to eat. So then you're thinking, 
who knows, this is going to be some meal. Because <laughs> this, these, these hachanis, this is not normal. They're going to bring out a whole cow. And then in the end, they bring out, they, they bring out some soup with a, with a little piece of chicken, and you find that that was the main. The chicken in the soup. If you wanted to, you could take it out of the soup. But otherwise, that's the main meal. And then what happens after that? I remember this. When I was, I'm describing how much should happen. And then what happens after that? And after that, we're going to the rabbit. Well, we, we just came from there. We're going back there. Oh, what are we going to do there? It's going to be great. Go back there. One, two in the morning, three in the morning. Unbelievable. In the morning, yeah, six o'clock, six thirty. Sleep for two and a half hours. Get up, go to the mikveh. Right, the davening. Tefillahs, five, six hours, tefillahs. Five, six hours, tefillahs. For, for a regular American, you're ready to convert. God forbid. This is, this is, this is not the Yiddish kite that I know. This is not the Yiddish kite that I know and love. When, when you know, you just, let's get, you know, let's get this over with. <coughs> And that's the tonic. <coughs> it's the tonic. It's the it's the ironic. It's the greatest tonic in the world. And it's a tonic that we never ever tasted. It's a tonic that we never grew up tasting at all. But, uh, a, we never we, here we had the tonic of being able to sleep fourteen hours on a Friday night. That's that's the tonic of Shabbos. The ironic Shabbos a person can sleep fourteen hours. That's the ironic Shabbos. So we don't have any hasagas for this. So he says, Obamis, if you think about it really, is there anything that's really easy in the Torah? It's just you're trying to make it easy. There's nothing that's kal. There's nothing that's light. There's nothing that's a small matter when it comes to Torah. When you began to learn Gemara, so when you began to learn, they learned something from they learned above Mitzvah, not Malchus or whatever. I'm after they learned that and you learned it. They learned it with you because because we know that there are certain sugyas that that they're that they're uh, that they move along in a certain way that for for a young mind it, it, it's it's easier to comprehend on the most basic level. So can you imagine? Can you imagine you go over to someone goes over to you and says, "Hey, you want to learn? You want to learn about Mitzia? You want to learn Hamafkin?" You say, "Hamafkin? Well, I learned that in sixth grade. <laughs> Hamafkin. It's an insult. You're insulting me, Hamafkin. Shlom Alkson. That's uh, that's for children. That's not, because why? Because they they you believe they told you that's a bevakal. Because it's like beginners Talmud. Beginner's Gemara. Shlam also about Messiah is not believable Masechta. Every single the biggest sugyas and shas in Yisrael on the deepest level. It's not a Bevakal. The Tamakarvu Karvu Amiku Baliyatayis is a sharp mafarsh from Yisrael Machanim Bezeh. The sugyas about Messiah and Shlam also unbelievable. But you didn't learn it that way. So there's not there's not a kal. It's not that the material itself is easy. If you learn that on a, 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 a more elementary level, the And there's plenty, plenty more you could do in Bav to learn it again. And if you work hard and you're zayicha, oh, the harbeit galabo, you can reveal much, much, much more in Bav than you learned in sixth grade. And think about it, the same thing with everything. Come to davening. There's nothing that's more natural for us than to say Ashir Shavisach. It's Ashi with your eyes closed, Ashir Shavisach, Yiluchasach. So you figure, listen, this is the same Ashir that I'm saying since I'm a little kid. It's easy. It's only because you're saying it the same way you said it when you were, when you were six years old. So of course it's easy. 
But if you really try to say Ashrei, the way that you should be saying Ashrei, the way that we should be saying it as adults, Ashrei wouldn't be easy to say. The words are easy to say, but Ashrei wouldn't be easy to say. But since we're saying Ashrei the same way that we said it when we were six years old, so we say, hey, you know. I remember when I first said Ashrei, it took me a couple of weeks, and now it's pretty easy. And I've mastered Ashrei. <coughs> so everything is like that. That's what he says. But everything that you're doing in, in Yiddishkeit, everything, davening, learning, mitzvahs, the more yigiyah, the more effort, the more kaifis you put in, the more difficult you realize it is. It's not simple. Ashrei is not simple. Bar Messiah is not simple. So the more the more kaiches and efforts that means that you invest that means the more the more part the more percentage of your soul is being engaged that means the more percentage of who you are is being revealed and to the degree that you do that your your mind is being unified is being connected to the one who gave the Torah to the infinite one and that is what gives a person a taste of Gana Eden in this world. But this is something that if you just if you just talk about it, it, it doesn't it doesn't work. It's something that only a person a person knows, a person experiences. therefore, the Rabbi says, therefore, practically lemaisa, call Indian Anytime you come, anytime you sit down to learn an Indian. <coughs> If you're learning something, and in your eyes it seems like, yeah, yeah, this is very easy. This is very, very simple. I, I, I understand. It's very easy. Then what you're doing is that to begin with, you've already decided that this is not a deep Indian. You've already decided that, that you don't really have to go into this. And that dialogue is enough. You understand what the words say. And by the way, the Rabbi says, you might even be making a mistake in the simple pshat when you have this attitude. You might even have a, you might, the simple pshat you might not even get. Because your whole thing is very relaxed. Your whole demeanor is relaxed. Your whole approach to the, to the words is, is very relaxed. You might not even be getting the simplest pshat. <coughs> said, The old is more difficult than the new. What does that mean? Since this is old, as I talk about Ashray, since this is something which is old and familiar to us, right? So you think, hey, this is no big deal at all. When it's something which is new, oh, oh, here I have to work hard. But the old thing, I can relax. Because I already have it under my belt. It's, it's something which I already know. So the truth is, Chazal said that the Atika says, that the old is more difficult than the new. That's why one of the hardest things to get a Yeshiva Bacha to do and to get ourselves to do is what? Is to chazim. Is to review. Even though Chazal, everybody knows that reviewing is the, is the key to growing in Torah. It's the hardest thing in the world to chazer, to review. Because it's much more exciting you see something new and, and you already think of the, uh, this stuff already know. You think it's not a problem. The old stuff came in Shekhar Lamarthi. I already know. It's simple. Since he doesn't strengthen himself and gather all of his kaiches to go over the old material, and since he doesn't, he doesn't reveal his nefesh, he doesn't draw out his nefesh with us, with yigia, with effort, to what? To enter into this inyan and to work hard and to go into it deeply. So, Ainu he really doesn't understand it. He thinks that he does, but he doesn't. He, he doesn't really understand it. And it's the same thing by the way when it comes to relationships. And, and this thing you could talk about for a couple of hours, when it comes to relationships, you know, 
children's parents. No, I already know them. Husband and wife, they're already married a couple of years. I, I, already, I, already know, uh, I already know her. I already know who he is. So you, you want to know why there's so little tandag in relationships? Because they're saying there's so little joy in relationships because the joy in a relationship also comes only with hard work and with investing your kachas and nefesh. So people will meet somebody for the first time, they're trying to make a great impression and trying to sound like they, like they have important things to say and like they really, really care and they're deep and interested and compassionate and caring and so on. But with your own kids, your own wife, and your old friends, or your parents, yeah, it's Ashray. Mom, how you doing? It's the same thing. It's much more fun to meet somebody new. But in the old, you're not going to invest in the old. That's the whole, the whole, the whole Indian of Haman Harosha was Yeshnei Amechad. Haman said that their God is sleeping. Yeshnei Amechad is Elokeim Yashinhu, which means they have a God. He's old. Krasokinhu. <coughs> That's what I, I'm not going to go into a whole medrash now. But the medrash says that they would get when when Haman suggested to to carry out the destruction of the Jewish people. So the ministers, the leaders of, of the world came together in, the, in, in those days, in, it was called the United Nations, they all got together, all the Rishon, <coughs> and they said, hey, you're going to start up with them. You don't know what happened to Paro when he started up, and you don't know what happened, you don't know what happened to, 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 to Nebuchadnezzar, you, you, you're starting up with these people. You're starting up with them. And Haman said, ah, this is a Krasokin who, as the Medrash says, he's, he's already got, they have a God, he's old. He's old. That's the whole meaning of, of Amalek. Is vata It's true because it's not the It's not the Without cheshik, without rotsim, without nefesh, without without kaiches, vata That's the whole of Haman in this world of Haman yemachshema. That's why the meaning of Purim is not good to drink wine, because wine, the older it is, the better it is. Old wine means a new taste of something that already was. You understand? That's what wine is. A new taste of something that already was. If you look in the Bach, I once explained that if you look in the Bach, the, the Bach is explaining that the Pasha Pshat there, Rishon, that holds that the Ikimitsa of Mishloach Manis, which became in America, of course, uh, uh, another form of, of fresh like a fullback. <laughs> the uh, and showing off and all types of midas mushchases. Only in with it. Only in America they can make such a beautiful thing into, into such a spectacle. <clears throat> so if you look in the Bach, it seems that the Ikka the Ikka mitzvah mishloach is davka to give to kroivav ahuva v'rev, meaning to those people you're closest to, to your old friends, to give mishloach manis. Not like it became a thing, like you know that every single person that. that same way now, like if you ever met a person once in the subway, you have to invite him to a chasana. And you have to give a shalach manas, and it became a whole thing. So because of the emptiness and shallowness and stupidity. The ikim shalach manas, can you imagine? Ikim shalach manas is to your parents. Ikim shalach manas to your parents. How could that be? Without going into the whole Indian of the Nice different reasons, what's the Indian of the Shalach Manas? So we think that it's to make new friends. The Indian of Shalach Manas and the whole Indian of Purim is Kimu the Kiblu, which means what? What does Chazal say? Kimu Masha Kiblu Kvar. It means the same old Torah that we received in Sinai, but with the Hizchachis, with the Gishmak, in a new way. Like old wine with a new taste. My parents to give Mishlach Manas to strengthen a relationship that's been around since I've been in this world, but to give it up with his chadshas. That's what it means. That's the whole of Purim. Because Haman's thing is that it's already older. Eh, you don't uh, Try something different. <coughs> the whole of the whole Mitzachan of Purim is, is not, is not <coughs> conquering new ground, new territory. The only Mitzachan of Purim is being able to look back at something that you've always had your entire life and you said, I've never ever really tasted that. I've never realized how precious that is. That's my parents, a husband, a wife, children. That's the that's the tanig of the oining of firms that what did it become the holding of firm folk the chlal 
the the highlights of the Narishkeit, but they came of they made the Purim like the biggest tzaddikim in America that they were than they were two hundred three hundred years ago. They had more of a failure in Purim in America by throwing themselves on the street in front of the guy that the police have to come and scrape Yeshiva Barcham off the street. We know more about Purim than our Zaydis and Bobbies know about Purim. This is the this is the Talmud. The Talmud of running away from one's family, running running away from one's parents and friends. If I had the kaisers to make a takana, which I don't have the kaisers to make takanas in my own house, let alone for the world. <laughs> if I had the kaisers to make a takana, make that the takana would be that, like it says, like it says in the Megillah, kali that every single person should have his his purim with his family, with his, his ahuvim, with yedida ahuva vereyev, with his closest family and friends, instead of making a whole, instead of it being a whole scene. That's the meaning of hamana. The old stuff is not kishma. It's just the chazir is not <clears throat> That's that's poshut. Those relationships are poshut. It comes to a husband and wife. I don't have to. I don't have to tell her how much I love her. I told. I told her she doesn't remember. Yeah, I told her forty years ago I loved her. But how many times do I have to tell her? I told her already twice. I think I told her twice. Yeah, I told her once when we were married, and I told her again. I think like twenty-five years ago when she said she would leave me. I told her I loved her. <laughs> How many times does a person have to know it? I mean, what do I have to tell her? How many times? It's Chazara. Chazara is not fun. But the Ikka, the Ikka, you give a in this world, is Dabka, those things that are old, to make them new. That's what, that's what it means. Adol Yodav and Ahamal Brahman. That's what it means. The Chayvin Shalasumi Rupuri. But the Sumi, the Bible says, doesn't mean to become drunk. It means, to, like the Salam, to smell good, to have a fragrance. When you're able to smell something good and something you never ever noticed how delicious something was, that's what it means. Chayvin shalos sumer purim. That's the whole, the whole, the whole inyan of purim. I'm Nitzchamol Kibbutz Rai.